Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Aisha Talks. My name is Aisha Wahab. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing a quick rundown of what Islam is and topics regarding women and hijab and addressing misconceptions that surround them. Islam is an Abrahamic monotheistic religion and arguably one of the only full monotheistic religions. Islam has five core beliefs that every Muslim must believe in to become Muslim. The first one being the profession of faith, which is called the Shahada, which is saying that there is no God but Allah and the Prophet, peace be upon him, is his messenger. Uh, the second one being prayer, Salat, which every Muslim must pray five daily prayers and if not, there is sin for that. Third one being charity, giving a part of your income to charity every month, year. And fourth one being fasting, we have a month called Ramadan where about 29 to 30 days of a month you will be fasting and fasting from sunrise to sunset. And the fifth one being pilgrimage, which is Hajj, and every Muslim must do that once in their life. One of the biggest misconceptions people have about Islam is that women are oppressed. Now, this couldn't be more far from the truth. And honestly, while I learn more about Islam, I find it crazy how people genuinely believe Muslim women are oppressed because in so many cases, Islam has done nothing but support women and create them equal to men. Men and women are both created equals of one another and they are told to increase their knowledge as what knowledge is what gets rid of ignorance. Centuries ago, prior to Islam, women were seen as a threat to their family honor and were often buried alive as infants. Adult women, though, were normally just seen as a sex object to be bought or sold, or even inherited or taken captive in any sort of war or invasion situations women had no actual legal status and they could be sold into marriage for a price and they had little to no property or succession rights unless they were someone of the elite class where they might have some rights even then wasn't for sure this time was called the jahiliya a period of ignorance before islam When Islam came, Islam gave women a status among society and that the rights and responsibilities of women are equal to those of men but are not fully identical. Islam believes more in equity than in equality as it recognizes that men and women are different no matter what. Whether it's physical or psychological, they have differences that one gender might be able to overcome and other might not it might be more difficult for one person and even on an individual level islam gave rights to women before anyone else did islam allowed women to work if they wanted and that their money was their money and their husbands was also their money islam encouraged women to get knowledge as knowledge is very very important in islam In fact, some of the first educational institutes and universities actually came out of Muslim countries which were taught by Muslim men and Muslim women. And the golden age of Islam actually gave us so much to this society that we live in now and what we learn and teach in schools as well. Algebra, calculus, geometry, chemistry, biology, medicine, and astronomy, and many, many forms of art such as calligraphy, uh 
ceramics all these things they came out from the golden age of islam and many of the inventions that we have to this day are all thanks to that moving on to the topic of hijab a lot of people believe that it's something that is forced onto muslim women to oppress them and to hide them in one way or another when really that is not the case I personally like to look at the hijab as a different form of empowerment from what you see on a regular day-to-day basis. Personally, I think it's something that empowers a woman in a way that you don't focus on the outer parts of her because beauty isn't as important. Beauty is something that can fade as time goes on, but what doesn't fade is a person's personality, their mindset, their intelligence, and that is what we judge people based off of. So wearing a hijab basically is um, one way or another of empowering yourself that your looks don't matter as much as your intelligence does. To me personally, this kind of feels like a breath of fresh air because the society we live in is so heavily based off of looks and just constantly being aware of how you look, making yourself look pretty 24-7. And that includes so many things, such as even going to lengths to get surgical procedures, to get plastic surgery, to look just look good. And that is something that is mind-blowing to me because in islam i I think it's beautiful how you can wear a hijab you can wear a niqab which also covers your face and just focus more on how you are as a person rather than focusing on your outer beauty and actually prior to islam the practice of women covering themselves was actually seen as a symbol of respect worn by elite and upper class women and also many many I'd say maybe even most religions in the world practice some sort of covering. And even to this day, Christianity, Judaism, and many other religions too, but I'm just going to talk about some of the bigger ones that most people know of, um, practice different sorts of coverings too. It's different that a lot of people have kind of let that go as they've kind of chosen to maybe blend into the more modernized society. And... I'd say women, Muslim women are some of the only people that stick to that, but many people still do do it, but it's not as a popular thing anymore. So when Muslim women do it, it's seen as a form of oppression and people feel threatened by it and go as far to ban it in some countries. It's actually not allowed to force women to wear the hijab or honestly to do really anything against their will if you're getting if you want your daughters to get married you can't force them it's their choice if they like that person or not or if they want to get married to that person or you know even if they like the someone themselves they totally have that right to be able to marry that person Islam actually says that the best of you are those who are best to their wives Islam always has supported women in one way or another islam actually refuted the idea that eve tempted adam to disobey god and that women were the source of evil the quran actually says that both of them disobeyed god and both of them uh held as much as of the sin like equally um whereas in a lot of other religions it's fully just on eve that she was a source of the original sin 
Now, going back to the topic of the hijab for a bit, um, I'd just like to talk about one of the prophet, the prophet's wife, Khadija anha. She was a, she's a very, very famous, famously known Muslim woman, or at least for Muslims. She was a widow, a businesswoman. She um, took her father's business after he passed away, and she took care of it. It was going amazing, and in everything that muslims hear about her really you don't hear much about how she looked or like how tall she was um her skin complexion what anything of hers looked like you'd really just learn about how intelligent she was or how strong her faith was and i I think that's some sort of a sort of a legacy that is empowering to be heard because as women we're so we're so as women, we're so forced to pay so much attention to how we look on a daily basis that it might impede with a lot of other passions or uh, anything that you might have going on because in this society, looks matter a lot. Looks matter a lot. It can get you into positions. It can get you out of positions by just the way that you look. So I think this is a sort of like a refreshing story to hear because seeing how she was such a knowledgeable smart influential person and that she's talked about so much yet we don't need to know what she looked like because realistically that wasn't important all the things that she did was what was important for us all of the misconceptions i've personally heard about islam honestly have no basis because none of them have any actual backups from islamic sources and everything i've seen about islam and i've been muslim my whole life um and especially for this podcast i've done research so i haven't actually seen anything that is sexist misogynistic or degrades women i've never seen that islam is a religion that is meant for both men and women they're both equal and especially as a servant to allah we are all equal allah isn't gonna judge us based on if we're men and women and how we served him he's just gonna judge us on how on what we did how we were in this world all the good and the bad that we did so all the misconceptions that are being circulated around islam have no basis first of all and second of all to those people it's just really important to actually get knowledge from proper sources to have any sort of an argument that might even be valid because any argument i've heard has honestly never been valid in any way they never make sense they're all using the same fake verses like made up verses or misinterpreted verses and they don't understand anything that they're actually talking about all right well that's it for the first episode of aisha talks thank you so much for listening have a great day bye